Hello, and welcome to the Travel Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and I interview expats and locals from cool and interesting places. For today's episode, we're talking about Germany with Nadia. Nadia is originally from a small town in Bavaria, Germany, but she's had a chance to experience both the rural and the big city life. Now, when you think of Germany, you probably think of the beer gardens, Oktoberfest, even maybe the um, electronic music. But Germany is so great. It's so diverse. You can travel at different speeds in Germany. You can take the slow pace, get lost in a city, or maybe enjoy the comforts of a rural town. Maybe find locals, find out what the locals do there. Nadia is going to give you some tips and suggestions on how to navigate that and how to experience Germany like a local. Let's get started. Hello, Nadia. Hi, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you excited to talk about Germany? I'm very excited to talk about Germany. Hooray. You're from Germany, right? Yes, I am. Where are you from? So I'm from a very small village in the Bavarian Alps, 4,000 inhabitants. It's called Kholamsee. Try to speak that. Uh, in a row, ten times, please. Clumsy. Um, it's it's like three words, and it actually like means kochel at the lake. So there is a really beautiful lake there as well. And I was born and raised there. I thought I grew up in a small town. This is no comparison. It's it's a village. It's like four thousand inhabitants. It's more cows uh, than people probably as well. But it's it's very nice. It's an hour away from Munich in the south. And then did you ever live in a city in Germany? I did. So I went to college in Munich then. So <laughs> I made it an hour away from where I was born and raised. You made the great trek. Yes. Um, what's the biggest difference between living in those two areas? Like, do you ever, do you think if you, if people come to visit, you recommend both or one or the other? I definitely do think I would recommend both. Um, and um, I definitely have shown people who visited me both as well. Um, I do, in general, recommend to travel around in Germany if you really want to experience the country to its fullest. Um, there are a lot of subcultures. Like the Bavarian culture is very strong. Like you will, if you meet people from Bavaria, they will say they're from Bavaria and not necessarily from Germany. <laughs> um, so that's how strong <laughs> that subculture can be. And then, like, if you go, like, more uh, up north to Hamburg and Berlin, it's it's very, very different. And it's not just the accent. It's, like, how people live, what they eat, and uh, a little bit as well, the temper, I would say. How so? Um, I don't know. So there, there are, like, stereotypes in terms of subcultures as well. So Bavarians are, I guess, like, more known for being open and liking beer and like sitting in the beer garden and you know there are other stereotypes about northerners as well and you know when you come to the big cities like berlin um one of the stereotypes there is like you know it's a lot about partying and um electronic music i guess what do you recommend for somebody who's visiting like i think there's always a temptation especially in europe to focus your trips around cities you know, and go to the major landmarks. Do you think that's true for Germany? Or do you think that there's a good balance, like when you get a mix of people who are seeking both the um, rural and then the cities of Germany? I do think it depends on the time that you have um, in the country as well. If you bring a little bit more time, I definitely recommend to also explore more rural areas. And 
really see like the beauty of the nature as well, specifically like in Bavaria. Not biased at all. No bias. <laughs> um, but it really depends on, you know, your time as well, because the airports, of course, are like very central at the bigger cities. Um, the the public traffic system is actually pretty good. So um, you can go across the country with the train. There are also like very cheap train tickets um, that you can buy for a day as well. Um, so it's easy to get around. Um but yeah, it, it really depends on the time that you have. So let's say I have a week, you know, maybe five to seven days. What would you recommend for me? So I definitely would say start in Munich, land there, like spend a day or, uh, or a day and a half in a city. Look at all the really nice landmarks there. It's very historical as well. Very old city, too. And then uh, really go out and explore the nature, go on a mountain on a hike um really enjoy like a nice beer or like um we have like these pretzels or like uh, sausage salads in in a beer garden and really like slow down and then depending on if you want to take the train um or if you want to fly um you could go to berlin or to hamburg and um i definitely i'm guilty of not having spent enough time in the north of germany as well but we do have really nice beaches there too and um yeah the northern culture is very very different from from the south so if i would recommend you something for a week i would say like really try to embrace all of the different subcultures as well and uh, go to the north mainly hamburg maybe silt maybe you know a different place there um and then, yeah, go to the south and see that. And Berlin is like very historical as well because of the division that Germany had before too. Um, I feel like it's hard. There's so many different cities in Germany. Um, are they unique enough or different enough? Like, what makes Hamburg? The, what's the main difference between like Hamburg and Munich, for example? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> I, it's. Yeah, I would say Hamburg people sometimes don't like Munich and Munich people don't sometimes don't like Hamburg. I actually do think the two cities are very similar in a way that industrial, like you have like a very similar um, coverage there in terms of like media companies and um, yeah, like just like cluster wise. I think like Bavarians are generally maybe a little bit more traditional in some way and there is a stereotype of being more conservative, um, too. And Hamburg has very crazy and wild areas as well. There's uh, the Reeperbahn in Hamburg as well, which is like the entertainment um, area there, too. We, we can read between the lines on you that can, one. You can read between the lines, yeah. So I would say people in Munich would be quite shocked. You definitely have all of that going on uh, too, but it's a little bit more hidden and, and less Discretion. Open. It's conservative. Yes. It's a little bit more conservative from, from that angle. Although you can have a lot of fun in Munich too and you can go out and party. Um, but I do think a lot of people would have very shocked faces <laughs> if you would have the Reeperbahn in, in Munich as well. And it's a it's a harbor city. So Hamburg, Hamburg is a harbor city. So I feel like, you know, entertainment was always a big factor in harbor cities. 
And what makes Germany City so special? I like. I feel like again, there's so many cities in Europe, and they're all littered, ev- like littered across the continent. Like, what would I? What makes a German city so special? So, in general, I have visited a few cities around the world as well, and I have to say, the transportation system is pretty good in most German cities as well. So it's all very structured and organized. So that's great for tourists in, in most cities. Yeah, you find your way around. People are generally open and friendly. Um, the majority of people really understands English. And if you ask them a question, if you try it in broken German, they usually switch to English very easily. <laughs> um, They'll spare you. They will spare you. Um, so so that it's it's very easy to, to get around. And I would say because the cities are a little bit older usually and have like a lot of uh, history, you always like find good tours. And if you're interested in arts, um, I would say German cities do offer a lot in in that uh, world as well and I personally do like electronic music a lot (laughs) Um, I think that's a little bit of a stereotype for Germans too but um, you usually have in the bigger cities also a very good electronic music scene as well and then um, let's talk a bit about Berlin because Berlin used to be part of you know Eastern Germany and the whole Berlin Wall, 1980s, communism. Do you feel like there's still a lot of that history that's still there? Is that what makes that city so unique? Uh, for sure. I Yeah, for sure. Like Even like if you look at the different areas that were east versus west before, you can, you can still feel that, I feel. Um, but I think what makes Berlin mostly unique is that it's so cosmopolitan and open as well. Like even more than any other... Um, city in Germany. I've, I think I've heard once somebody saying it's it's the Latin German city and so on because people are like very open and um, very straightforward as well in, in some way. Is and it, it's like less posh. Like Munich is maybe a little bit more known for being posh. Some people might not want to hear that but um, that's a little bit more the case and um, Berlin definitely doesn't have uh, that attribute. <laughs> Would you say that Berlin's maybe more international? Yeah, I mean, like it's the it's the capital, um, so that makes it, in that sense, already more international as well. Um, but yeah, I also feel that I have friends that are not Germans. And most of them do live in Berlin because it's just easier to get around. Like there are more um, international companies that you can work for if you don't speak like fluent German as well, which is pretty hard to learn. Um, so yeah, so I think that that's something that makes Berlin special as well. Like um, living there from like an apartment um, aspect and from like food and general lifestyle aspect is not as expensive as in other cities in Germany too. Um, so that makes it, I would say, relevant for younger people. So too. like good standard of living. Yes. That's really great. Yeah. Um, I love to shift gears a little bit. I, like I love the idea of visiting all these different cities, but I loved your point earlier about slowing down. Um, tell me a little bit more about, you know, Germany and the pace of life. And like, I imagine being in a town of 7,000 people, 4,000, 4,000 people, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um that must have just been an enti- almost like a different country. Um it's it's its own unique world, I would say. Um in a nice way as well. Everybody knows every I guess my mom probably knows everyone. <laughs> um 
I feel like now, because I've been living abroad for almost seven years, people like have a hard time recognizing me. Yeah, I would say it was very protected. Um, definitely growing up there um, to some sorts, um, feel very privileged of having like a strong community and a lot of people that are looking out for you as well. It's very, it's in the middle of nature. So like hiking and mountaineering, like you grow up with that. I grew up skiing. My dad was a ski teacher when uh, he studied and he taught us all in the family how to, how to ski. So you definitely are a little bit more outdoors. Uh, when I was a child, like we weren't allowed to be indoors during the day as well. You just go out and you do like scavenger hunts or like anything else. So that's pretty, that was, and is still pretty nice. Like I like to go home and it's my home base um, as well. And I do think that it has definitely a different pace. So it, it's good for me sometimes to leave the big city of San Francisco and go home and just like, be yourself and live in your own old room <laughs> and have your mom uh, fix lunch for you and you just like slow down and you know don't worry because the wi-fi doesn't always work very properly either they i, I don't know what they do there but um yeah i think like, the connection is not that great either all the time which has the benefit of you don't have to be constantly connected either yeah it sounds like you have this opportunity to almost disconnect um, you know, both in like your pace of life and your expectations even. Yes, for sure. for sure. Um, I feel like as a tourist, that's always harder to navigate. Like in cities, there's transit systems and resources and plenty of people that speak English. Like, what do you, how do you navigate this? Like if I wanted to go see the Alps and these mountains and hike like you did, how would I go about that? Talk to the locals. Um, I think like the best tip that I could give is like don't get your tips from any tour book or guide talk to the locals try to understand what they like what what's important to them and then get their recommendations um turns out um, my my family actually like is in a hospitality business as well and they like they really like to provide their guests as well with like good advice where to go as well because it's a personality thing too, right? Um, not every hiking tour is made um, for everyone as well. Like um, it can be hard. It uh, like there are people that are just like looking out for a relaxing holiday without any sports activities as well. So, like talk to the locals, really figure out um, what it is that you like, and like make that clear. And then the other recommendation I would say is don't always go for the big events. Um, I know Oktoberfest is popular and there are a lot of people and it's fun and I probably will go there this year too. Um, but I would say the best way of exploring the culture is being close to people and mingle with them. And so there are like smaller events with nice beer and music and dancing and traditional clothing um, outside of Munich that are like that are really nicer than like these big commercial festivals as well. I love that. Um, it's almost like you become a little bit of the town when you're there, if you can or if you try. Yeah, but that's uh, th I think like that's the principle of traveling, right? You want to see new perspectives. You don't want to be like 
you know, in your own little world, when you go somewhere else, that's like counterproductive in, in that sense. Yeah. You just lean into it. Yes. Um, I'm guessing then there's no fancy hotels in these neighborhoods. Do you just stay at like the local bed and breakfast? Yeah. Bed and breakfasts, I would say are like very common. There are also hostels. <laughs> um, so if you really um, want to go back to the roots, hostels are, are, are a good way of uh, finding your way as well. And um, they're like less hotel chains, but there are definitely some hotels um, in Bavarian smaller villages and towns as well. That's awesome. Um, it's shared economies, you know. Yeah, Airbnb, I don't think you will be very successful yet. I tried to um, to find an Uber once in Munich. I think it took like 30 minutes to get one, and it probably was the only car in the city as well. <laughs> Share um, resources. <laughs> but yeah. No, but that's great. It makes it easier as a tourist. You know, you can just find what you need, and it just means that everything's so accessible. So getting lost is a low risk. Yeah, but I mean, like getting lost is actually like not a risk. It can be nice too. So I think like one of the one of the things that I would recommend as well is from time to time just try to get lost and find your own own way and your own pace as well of just like people watching or you know um, finding a nice little restaurant where you would like to eat. No, that's a great point. I think there's just so much pressure. I think well, at least I put myself. Sometimes I put myself in unnecessary pressure. Like I have five days in Germany. I need to make the most of this. I need to see everything, you know, down to the hour. But that's kind of contrary to the whole point of immersing yourself. Like going the German way of life, you you slow down and get lost and stop and enjoy a good pint, maybe a dance or two. Yes, I I, I think that's uh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, if there's any big takeaway you want our listeners to get from this, what would that be? Try to diversify, like try to find, um, you know, your own way of approaching that culture and like stick with friends recommendations as well. Don't go with the tour book. Um, I really try to figure out if a friend of your friend maybe has lived in an Germany or in any other country and ask them the, for, for their personal recommendations because I think like that's what, what really matters like if you want to experience a country you don't want to see it as a tourist necessarily in uh, its basic sense and um, I think like in for Germany in general um, main point is it's it has a lot of subcultures um, so really try to explore that there are a lot of stereotypes too uh, we haven't talked about those people being punctual and being blunt and loving soccer with the world cup right now unfortunately their their standings are in risky position <laughs> um, i'm actually not like the biggest soccer fan so I, I totally fail on the german stereotype front um i'm also not very punctual um but i like to give people a heads up about that so at least like i'm You're communicative yes <laughs> Um, where I would say I fulfill the typical stereotype is being blunt <laughs> a little bit more, but yeah, so there, there are a lot of like subcultures or different personalities, just like try to explore that. And I think for that, it's a really easy and good country to get around. That's awesome. Um, I love this. I think this is great. I definitely would love to explore the outdoors of Germany, the, the German Alps and the hills and the woods and the mountains and all the castles. That's right. And the cows. See all the cows. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much for, for joining us, Nadia. I'm really excited to, to share everyone and tell everyone all about Germany. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really good fun. And uh, everybody else, have fun traveling. Thanks for joining. And for all you listeners out there, the podcast is uploaded every other Wednesday. Please tune in, subscribe and share. See you then.